But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. Patrick, I am uh, Honeytone James. I feel great. Everything's wonderful. World Series Eve. How are you doing? Well, I, I feel like I'm about to buy illegal narcotics in an alley from a guy that's got a trench coat with the collars popped. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, it's definitely my look right now. Absolutely, 100%. Or you are a some sort of government informant, and you're trying to... Do it, cloak your voice to uh, make it sound like something else, but you're you're up you're up to something. But either either way, you're in some clandestine operation. I'm definitely I'm always up to something. That is that is the God's honest truth. So uh, it's the night before the World Series starts. That's cool. Uh, that's that's very cool. That's that's very cool. I mean, okay, the Astros go to the World Series in 2017. That was that just felt unbelievable. Uh, and it was it was super cool. I mean, to to have the team that, it, that was as good as they were, and they get Verlander, you know, at the at the trade deadline that doesn't exist anymore. Basically, so other GMs, other GMs like tried to like basically Verlander block Luno from doing it again. Like they changed the rules after after the Astros got Verlander. Uh, that that still it still felt unbelievable. This. I, to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is where this is where the Astros should be. I'm not saying like the shine has worn off because it'll. I mean, winning a pennant will never get old. But but how much of, of what you're thinking is okay? Yes, this this is what we were supposed to do. Now go win the World Series. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I and I, I want to be careful with with what I say, not because it's it's some risque topic, but because I don't want it. I, the the initial thing that popped in my head was like that the the magic was less, but that's not tr- that's not true. The magic the, the ma- no the magic is still there. Um, I I think this is just a uh, indicative of expectations meeting results, and 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 like you said, winning a pennant will never be old. Um, that that was incredible. The way the way they did it was, I mean. Magical is the only way to describe that. Yeah. Hitting hitting a walk off to beat the Yankees in a, in a, in a, in a pennant, and um, it, it was inc- it was incredible. And it was I'm sorry, yeah, we well, yeah, two walk offs. That's crazy. I mean, games two and six were walk off home runs. First like, at home. First time in major league in major league history that a team has hit two walk offs in the same series. Walk off home runs in the same series. That's crazy. So uh, so yeah so like it was surreal from that aspect that it was just like oh my god uh, they did it but I never expected them to not do it so I I don't know I I don't know it's it's incredible we are I I keep reminding myself that we are in the just the the prime of Astros history like we were just in a uh, in a bubble you know we're in a real estate bubble and it, but it's not going to burst like 2008. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> Thank God. 
people peddling Jim Crane outside peddling Minute Maid Park like seats just to, <laughs> for some extra heroin money. Well, yeah, we don't want him. No one needs extra heroin money. That's not good. I, I watched Ray earlier today, and like he was really on that heroin. So like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay, well, uh, baseball aside, we need we do need to compile a list of these movies that uh, I mean that Jamie Foxx is incredible. I don't want to get on a Ray kick here, but you it's 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 worth it's worth his performance alone. Yeah, no, I want to see it. it. It wasn't a conscious decision. I wasn't boycotting it. I just haven't I just haven't gotten around to see it. I feel you. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on you. Okay, so the uh, the thing that stands out to me the most is that the, the Yankees were incredibly good, and and the Astros were not at their best, and they still handled them. I don't want to say with relative ease because it went six games, but they still didn't go seven with them, and and, and the Astros were not playing even close to their peak. I mean, are, are the Astros that good is, is my question to you. Yeah. I mean, they, they're used to the, and the quote that I've seen so many in so many different articles is, is pass the baton that you get up there. You don't have to win the game. Nobody feels like they have the weight of the game on their shoulders. You get on base, you, you let the next guy do his thing. Let the next guy do his thing after that. Uh, and, and that's how you win games. But the, 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 the different ways in which the Astros beat the Yankees, um, you know, when they're not, I mean, they're hitting with runners in scoring position. This entire postseason has been, has been like, like cursed. I mean, it's, it's ungodly. Um, you know, the, the Gurriel home run uh, in the first inning, those was the first runs the Astros scored with two outs. And this is not a team that locks up when there, when there's two outs, like there was just so many weird things about, and it wasn't even the Astros' approach. I mean, sort of for, for Jordan Alvarez, his approach has, has not been good, and we can talk about that. But, I mean, they're smoking balls right at outfielders. And, and yes, the Yankees shift, but and the shift, like we've been saying for three years, you only notice the shift when it doesn't work. Um, you know, credit the Yankees. And I'll say that this is the most likable Yankees team in recent memory. Yeah, no. Their fans, their fans are absolute garbage, and they can all they they can all fall off the George Washington Bridge for all. Uh, I care. They really they, their fans really shut the bed. I mean, and like, and that's something that they're used to because they're terrible people and they're awful and they have no control. They they have no control of their bowels. But and and, and I am not somebody like. Uh, I know that people listening to this are probably going to scoff at this, but I I am a lot more of a rational, even keeled, temperament person than than you would think. I don't get yeah, caught. No, our post game shows for the Patriot, like it's been me ranting and raving. Well, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I, I don't. The one that's been like, all right, buddy, hold on. Well, I don't rant, I don't rant and rave. I don't get, I, I mean, there's some things that I, w- I will get, I, I will fight the internet over if you're, if you're talking about Bregman and stuff like that. But I, I don't like, and it, although I am indifferent about the moon now, so don't bring the moon up. I don't care. The moon's fine. The moon's fine. But uh, but but like I was seeing like all of the uh, just like uh, the the Twitter back and forths uh, starting in the series, and I just was like, I'm not going to touch this. I don't care. I don't care about who's on Yankees Twitter, who's saying this. But there were so many stories that came out, and that and and I I, I want to be quick about this because I want to move on to the World Series because we beat the Yankees. Like uh, yeah. we, I, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But their I mean they, their fans were just an abomination to to fandom and any professional sports and like I, to treat anybody like that anywhere in in this country 
and in the world for that matter, is just, I mean, it, it was just obscene. And to see that and, and knowing that those were just the things that were caught on camera. So there were there were countless other of, of these just people running around like wild animals. Um, I, I'm embarrassed for them. And if I was a Yankee fan, I would be looking to shut that down. And I would be so embarrassed right now for my fan base because uh, that I, I know that's not indicative of all Yankee fans, but it sure doesn't look good. They they have a reputation. I'm with you. I don't, I don't. We don't need to spend any more. We've ended their season in three of the last five years, so we don't need to talk about the Yankees too much. But but in the you know they've always been known as like a a hard nosed like lunch pail fan base. This year it felt like they went all in on it. They're like we're terrible and that's our identity now. And it's like you know when when it was Jeter and Giambi. Like I didn't I didn't like those guys, but they played hard and their fans. You know, they just they just supported their team. This was just atrocious human behavior. If you even want to, it was subhuman behavior. I think they got an, it was subhuman behavior, and I think that and this is going to be this is going to be moderately co- controversial. But I think that they got they got a bunch of like leeway from nine eleven. And like we we just let we after nine eleven we just left them alone for a few years. They got that they got their they won in what two thousand nine. And uh, they, they won once between there, but I'm not—I don't remember what World Series it was. But uh, I know A Rod got his in, in in 2009, and like they just got some leeway after that. We're like we're all we're rooting for New York, but they've just—they were just so shitty and just running around, and they were being like they were caricatures of themselves. So uh, get it together, Yankee fan base! Stop stealing appliances and selling them out of a van in in in, in, in the Bronx. <laughs> and uh, from Hoboken anyway. And honestly, and honestly, we'll. I mean, we'll see you guys next year. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see you next year and, and the in the years to come. So it's it's gonna be a, it'll, it'll be a fun rivalry. Hope. Oh, I don't hope you can ever beat us because you won't. But so far, like the you, you want to talk about the Yankees being everybody's daddy. Well, they're not the Astros' daddy. So uh, other than that, let's move on to the Washington Nationals, who are the the team that won their pennant and get to play in the World Series. Yeah. What are your What are your initial thoughts on the Washington Nationals? My, I was thinking about this today and had a, a very pleasant interaction with a with a Nationals. I guess the the Lima Time Time version of of the Nationals. Oh yeah, um, I saw that. I saw that. But my thing was, I wish to God that I was impartial. Not that I don't wish the Astros were in the World Series, but if I almost wish that. If I was like a Pirates fan or if I was a fan of a team that didn't have a rooting interest either way or, or if I was just well-adjusted enough to enjoy baseball for what it is, this would be a, a really fun series to watch. Because if there, if there, are, if there is a starting rotation that can, that can match up with, with the Astros, it's the Nationals. And so if, if you were tired of all the, of the Rays doing the bullpen games and the Yankees and Aaron Boone trying to get too cute with matchups with the relievers – well, you just got yourself, you know, basically however many games it goes, you know, it might be the Astros who do the bullpen game first because every starting pitcher games one through three, which means it'll be those guys from games five through seven can go seven strong. And so this is going to be, I don't know that it's going to be a, a classic world series. I hope it's not. I hope the Astros take care of it by like Friday. Um, but, but I also think that the, this is a, on paper, it looks good, and I know that the the bookmakers are, you know, predicting the the Astros fairly easily. Scherzer, you know, how many more shots does he have at a title? You know, Strasburg's been there forever. 
uh, Patrick Corbin's the new guy or whatever. But but I mean, if 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 you wanted to counter, if any team wanted to counter Ver, Cole Verlander Grinky, you do it with Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. Like it's it's going to it's it's not it's not a cakewalk. And anyone who thinks that I, that this is going to be a really easy series, I hope I'm wrong. But I think I think you need to adjust expectations a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I do know that the, the Nationals are probably the only, I don't want to say the only other team besides the Astros because it's, it's, it's talent in the rotation to be able to have this mentality, but they have an old school starter first, starter goes as long as they can go, and then you go into the bullpen, and, and, and they've taken, I've read countless articles throughout, throughout the season, not before they were even... Before they were even uh, in the postseason, where they were, they took pride in their their old school approach that they had old you know old school philosophies and how they played. Now that being said, um, I mean Max Scherzer is is great, and I I don't want to I don't want to take anything away from Max Scherzer, but Max Scherzer isn't the, the Max Scherzer of old. Does he have a sub three ERA? Yes. He went. He went eleven seven this year uh, with a two point nine two ERA, but uh, he. This was the first time in in many many years that he was sub two hundred innings. He he pitched one hundred and seventy something innings. Um, his his strikeouts were were, were down. Uh, so I mean, I, I, and this is just me looking for uh, anything to go off of. I mean, he struck out two hundred and forty three this year, which is which is good. And 170 something innings, yeah. Yeah, so so, but that but that goes to show you how good the that just kind of just shows you how good Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole are. Yeah, like that they're they're so far above everybody else. But uh, I I just I have faith I have faith in the Astro bats that they can beat good pitching. It's it's the guys like like Patrick Corbin will be the guy that'll shut them down, and they, and they'll and they'll and they'll crush Scherzer and Strasburg, and. <laughs> Or, or even it'll be Anibal Sanchez. You know, it'll yeah. be uh, for for whatever reason. But the the Astros aren't scared of big arms. Uh, and I I honestly think that it's this is crazy to say after watching baseball my entire life. But it's I think it's more of a detriment to the Washington Nationals that they have starters that are going to go through this lineup you know two or three times than yeah. than say a bullpen match because this team will make adjustments and this team you may you may go two times through the lineup without a hit but that third time through you might get eaten alive and and that's what makes them terrifying i know i i 100 agree with that and what we saw with and i know like glass now and snell were on limited pitch counts because of injuries and whatnot but you know, I think there's going to be a little bit more comfort with the Astros knowing, okay, we've got a couple of times to settle in here. You know, they and we saw with the Yankees, they do better the more that they see you. Um, you know, and if you know they they got Glasnow's and excuse me and Snell's pitch counts up, you know, fairly quickly. That's what they can do. Like they control the strike zone, and so the obvious weakness for the Nationals is their bullpen. The sooner that the Astros can get into that Nationals bullpen, you know, it, it sort of, it sort of, I don't know what the correct betting term is, lowers the odds, raises the, makes it a better situation uh, for the Astros because their their bullpen, you know, Sean Doolittle is is a lovely human being, uh, and he's he seems like an all around good guy, 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of his, but he can, I mean the Astros can hit they they can hit him and they and they're familiar with him because he was in Oakland, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm friends with his wife Erin, and she's she's a delight and like they're 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 great they're they're wonderful. Um, I I respect Doolittle, but Doolittle isn't. Uh, he's not he's not Canely. He's not. He's not. No. I guess that. So so I mean it it bodes well for the Astros. Just given the way that their offensive approach and and you get some of those hits that were getting caught, you know, Aaron Judge at at nine foot seven, like falling down and catching a ball, a legal tree that would be in the gap. You know, if if a normal sized person, a literal Jaws from the Bond movies. That you know what? Okay, and and then and we're off we're off the Yankees now. But shout to Aaron Judge, like he plays a great defensive right field and just an all around good dude. Like I. Yeah, is is it not allowed? He shouldn't be allowed to play because he's a tree. Uh, that's not that's not our fault. That's that's Manfred. So I mean, that's something that we can't we can't. They put, the, they put a Yankees jersey on the actual Statue of Liberty and and let the Statue of Liberty play play right field. How fair is that? It's not. It's not fair. Did you know that the uh, Statue of Liberty was supposed to be a black woman? Uh, that's what I've heard, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you can't tell with all the you can't tell with the patina, but I mean that'd be that'd be a that'd be pretty nice to have a, a statue that statue of hope to be to be a black woman. So shout to shout to equality in twenty nineteen. Let's uh, let's move on from this. <laughs> Very progressive French sculptor. Yes. Um, yes. And I, all the words I thought I'd hear on, on this show, patina was not in the top three hundred. Well, well, you know what? Well, thank well, thank you. I've been I've been trying to work patina in. That was on my I crossed that off my list of. Of unlikely words to get on this podcast. So, what else are you looking? I mean, who has been? I think I think we both have the same answer. If who for you has been the the biggest disappointment so far in the postseason for the Astros? I mean, disappoint. I I hate saying disappointment, but I mean, it's everybody's going to have the same answer. It's Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. But I I also don't think that that's necessarily deserved. I don't know. I mean, he was he not was he not great in in the well he was fine in the ALDS. He, he the ALCS was not not good at all. He was one for twenty one for twenty three twenty four. I don't I don't know what the final count was. Yeah, and he looked he looked very confused at the plate. So but so disappointment sounds like ah oh, I mean. I I don't know. I, I I think that they the World Series will be different because he can't. He's not going to play in the in these National League parks. Yeah. So maybe that he can just chill and in games one and two, they're just like they cut him loose and say, "Hey, man, go go wreak havoc because you're not playing it in 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 games three, four, and five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than a pitch hit late or whatnot, you're not playing in the field. So uh, go do work, but I mean, I mean, me and you talked about this with with the, and the, with the Preston Wilson tweet and the running into the wall and then the the adjustments and just being. I mean, he's just got called up a couple months ago. I mean, like, so I think that him torching the earth really skewed our expectations of him. And 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 though I do think he has great things on the horizon and he's shown us what he's capable of, there's adjustment periods and then there's overcoming. That that next wall, which is teams adjusting and getting getting the book on you and knowing how to get you out, and you have to come, you have to come back and and learn how to beat the book on you to beat them. Right. I mean, he showed he showed all through the regular season, you know, that that he could pull himself out of out of 
a slump and and what he's gone what he went through in the ALCS is is worse than any other stretch he's had but that's still just 20 something at bats it's 20 something at bats and it's it's against the you know the uh, the, uh, the the team with the second best record in the in be- baseball and the best bullpen in, in in major league baseball and I'm I'm willing to crown them that the, the New York Yankees have the had the best bullpen statistically and and just with the eye test the, the Yankees had the best bullpen in, in baseball I mean, it was. I mean, it's between them and the Rays for sure, and and, and that's who he's faced. And he's. I mean, if if you're tw- just turned twenty three and you've been in the majors since the beginning of June, like, I I think it's not so much that he's disappointing as that we just assumed he was an actual robot or a cyborg that was gonna. It didn't matter what the situation was. He was going to hit four hundred and eighty foot bombs. Yeah, and you and you know, James, and 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 also, I'd like to bring up that like it's the Astros hit like one ninety or like two hundred in the uh, for in the ALCS. So like, so we're we're talking a a very small margin margin of error. Like there is. Our best players got a couple of hits, and granted, there were some big home runs, and he didn't he didn't drive in any runs. But we're talking like two or three hits from Correa and Springer, and like that's just uh, that's just two or three more hits than he got. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it's true. That's that's absolutely true. I, and I tweeted this out like, you know, throughout through the ACL the a- ACLS uh, the Austin City Limits series. The ACLU. Oh, we are political. uh Oh. <laughs> the uh, through the, that series against the Yankees, like there were, I mean, Altuve hit the cover off the ball, and then, but like six of the nine guys in the lineup were hitting two oh nine or worse, and yeah, and that's coming from all up and down. It's not like you know your your one through three hitters are 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 setting you up for Brant, Brant, Brantley hit three hundred, right? Uh, he might have ended up with. He might have ended up with 300. He had a he, he was cl- he was close, but it was just him. No, it wasn't. But it was. I mean, it was basically just him. Guriel was squaring the ball up. Uh, and 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 I happened to. I mean, not that this was like this wasn't some sort of rocket science or anything. But like in the in the pregame show I did with Josh Beard and Sean Bajani, I absolutely said that that he was going to break out and hit a home run and drive in the first runs of the game. So I am a witch as well. I actually I listened to that. You did. I can vouch for that. That was that was that was a good listen. I enjoyed listening to that. And, yeah, and shout out and just while we're at it, shout out to Sean Bajani for filling in with you with your voice out and doing a doing a great job on, on the uh, on the last Patreon show. So on the, I appreciate it. Yeah. So shout out to Sean. Anyway. So yes, but I mean, so, so it the eye test. He's not passing, and we're all frustrated because we're used to him just freaking us out with his strength, and we just like this guy's. He can't slow down, so we're just used to seeing it, and I think that's just a uh, indicative of of expectations. And um, I, I still expect him with getting at bats in the World Series. I, I would not be surprised if he hit a just a monster home run and just shut us all up. Yeah, I know, and he, he got a couple of days off. You know, the Hinch has come out and backed him. Like everyone is backing him. Brantley's saying nice things about him after games. Um, you know, a couple of days off just to kind of reset. Maybe see some pitches in the cage and and just get ready to go. Maybe maybe a couple days off, even though that's kind of what we were calling for. You know, maybe in in game five or six, uh, just let him have a seat. Like Hinch, just Hinch. I mean, it, the trust that the team has shown in him, at least publicly, I think that says a lot about not only who he is, but but who the Astros are as well. Like they're not throwing the rookie under the bus uh, when it would be pretty easy to do that. 
Um, yeah, Aaron Aaron Boone would have been Aaron Boone would have benched him the way he was going back and forth and Stanton starting and all of a sudden he's not in and Encarnacion's back in. I don't want to go back to the Yankees, but I'm just just to just to like highlight a parallel between the two the two uh, managers. And AJ Hinch rides with his guys, and I'm not saying that Boone doesn't, but he had he was scared money in the postseason, and and Hinch was just like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure this out. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was impressive what the the way Hinch Hinch managed that, and I think that I, I guess what it, what I'm trying to say is by highlighting how they just haven't really hit, like it doesn't feel like they've clicked. They haven't postseason at all. Is that you know it, it can easily just click in the in the World Series, and if if that happens and you're the Nationals, then then watch out. Yeah, I mean i I think the. Uh, I, if I wanted to be democratic about about the Nationals, I would say that that they have been due for a, a few years. Bryce Harper aside, I don't want to get into that, but they have they have crazy young talent in Soto and and you got you got you got veterans like Zimmerman. You've got you've got a a good team that is deserving of being here, but. They've also they've also been sitting there. They've also they closed out St. Louis so fast that they've been sitting there. Oh, and they closed uh, it out last Tuesday night. Game one's tomorrow night. And, and it, sat for a week. Yeah, and if there's and if there's one thing that Hinch has has talked about is that they want to keep playing. They don't want to break the rhythm. So this this couple days off is is welcomed after that the the ALCS. But they're at home and they're at, they're in regular routine. They're not worrying about anything. So uh, the Nationals have been worrying about traveling, who they're going to play, wh- where are they going to be in New York, are they going to be in Houston, what the, what's the deal with that? And and the Astros clinch, and they're just at home, and, and it's just regular business, you know, business as usual. So I, I think that that could really hurt the Nationals because the Astros are coming off of winning. I mean, the last what? How many games that in that? In the lat in the ALCS, what was it? They they lost game they lost game one and then they won the next what the next the next four out of five. five, yeah four. So yeah, I mean, so they're even if with them not clicking on all cylinders, they're still winning on all cylinders. And you've got it set up with with uh, pitching aside, you've got it set up as the Astro. I I I don't know if I don't know I don't know if I buy into the. Uh, the the rusty rest thing, but I if I were the Nationals, I would I wouldn't be too thrilled right now. I mean, I would be, th- you know, I mean, I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled. The thing that this is this is what I wanted. This is the actual point I want to make. Are the, are the Nationals just happy to be there, or do they think they can win the World? I know they think they can win the World Series, but can they win the World Series? I mean, if 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 I'm a Nationals fan. You know, I, I think if you, I think if you're a smart baseball fan, and I has I hesitate to say that, but no one, I mean that that was a nightmare matchup for the Dodgers to to have the Nationals just in a short series with the starting pitchers the Nationals have. Absolutely. If, if you're the if you're the Nationals, you look at it like you know we, I mean the Dodgers were presumptive shoe ins. You know, I think everyone was like the Dodgers are going to win the NL pennant, and then let's see what happens with the Astros and Yankees. You know, I think that was sort of conventional wisdom among people that pay attention. But you punched you punched LA in the mouth. Howie Kendrick hit a freaking grand slam. Howie Kendrick had an amazing NL playoffs. Yeah, he he really has. And he was he was the MVP in the NLCS. 
Yeah, I think he was. And and then you you took care of the the Cardinals won the uh, the Cardinals won the NL Central, right? Right. Yeah, and, and you took care of them in four games. I mean, if you're the Nationals, you're like, I mean, you've taken. It's debatable if the Cardinals were the other best team in in the National League, but if if you're a Nationals fan, you're like. What, what do you mean we can't beat the uh, the Astros in seven games? We beat the Dodgers in five, uh, and two of and and three of those games were at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but the uh, Dodgers aren't the Houston Astros. I, as, as as great as they are, and I'll give them all the the props they want that they're. And and you know what? And that's kind of what I I go back and forth with, like the the. And this is just the the baseball fan of me, not the Astro fan of me, but the just objective baseball fan says that the Washington Nationals team is a, a magical team. And I don't want to say a team of destiny because they're running into a buzzsaw right now. But I, I, I also don't want to – I don't want to come off like I'm just dismissing the Washington Nationals because I do respect them as, a, as an organization. I just firmly believe the Astros' depth – and and talent are just are just oh, they're just overmatching, uh, and, and and that being said, it's baseball. The Nationals can absolutely win the World Series. No disrespect. I just I don't I don't think they can handle the juice. You know I hang on. Oh, um, I don't think that the everyone talks about how hot the Nationals are and the the crazy. You know, the, everyone everyone knows they got off to a rough start. And then finish the season on a on a tear. Well, from the point that everyone looks that the Dodgers turned it around, not the Dodgers, the Nationals turned it around. The Astros have like a, a half game better record. It's like a, it's a there's a half game difference. Yeah, they didn't have to they didn't have to overcome anything because they were just doing it. And they were yeah, I mean the injuries, I guess, and but you, they just went out and and it's debatable if you want to debate the depth and strength of the NL East versus well, the, the NL, NL West. Well, the NL East, the NL East is a good division. The, the, the Mets flirted around with competing for a wild card spot. And and, and, the, and the Braves are the Graves were another team that got upset. And I mean, the National League playoffs were a, a shit show. Yeah. And, and, an absolute shit show. But I mean, but there's, I mean, the NL East, they're, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, they're all pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. You had the Marlins. I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah. You got a you got a bottom feeder, but you've got three teams that presumably were competing for a a postseason spot, and two of them made it. And then the Mets were in it up until two weeks, up until the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. I agree with her. <laughs> well, yeah, no, she's sick, and I'm I might have to take her to the uh, urgent care um, right now. Uh, Are you okay? Not immediately. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like maybe later this evening. We'll see. Oh, well, let's Uh, just like prayers for her. Yeah. So um, it's, I mean, it's, do I think the Astros can do this in four or five? Yes. Uh, Am I setting my, am I, is, is what I'm trying to do is to pump up the Nationals to, guard my heart against you know a, p- a potential world series loss probably but <clears throat> if, if any team has played like a team of destiny it's it's the astros i mean two like we two walk-offs in the alcs you got pushed by the rays and you won all three games at home and garrett cole was amazing but garrett cole only pitched once in the alcs like he's pitching on He's he's had a week's worth of rest and and is about to start game one of the World Series, which means he's lined up for game five. Like it just sets up too well. Correa looks incredible. 
um, as healthy as he's looked since since the massage incident. Um, you know, if if Presley Presley looked like he needed like his leg amputated in the dugout, um, the way he was kind of hobbling off, and then he's like, "Oh, some scar tissue broke off in my knee. I'll be good for Tuesday." Like that's that's superhero stuff right there. Even if he's not, even if he's lying, he's just setting it up for discomfort, you know, and he's not available. Like it just, it just feels like this team knows that Garrett Cole might leave. So they better go out and win this one while they can. Yeah. And, and, and all that stuff aside, I mean, they're just a, they're just a better team and they're just a better team. And this is, this is on complete team. Yeah. I mean, on paper and like uh, the, and this is no, and I, I'm trying to, not be disrespectful to the the Washington Nationals because they they've got I mean Juan Soto superstar Anthony Rendon superstar then you've got I mean you've got young guys that are contributing like you got Trey Turner and you've got then you've got the veteran Ryan Zimmerman uh, Victor Robles you've got I mean you've got even Howie Kendrick of course um, you've got some weapons but if you if you put those lineups side by side. And you look at the Astros. The Astros are filled with superstars. Yeah. And the guys that aren't superstars are like one B, like stars, like the the yeah. the, the, the Guriels and the. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to think of everybody else is a superstar. <laughs> like you go you go through the infield, and it's just like okay, Jose Altuve superstar, Carlos Correa superstar, Alex Bregman superstar. George Springer, superstar. <laughs> I mean, yeah. M- Michael Brantley, superstar. Yeah. So you're talking. You're not a superstar, but will absolutely win you a game. Win, win you a game with his glove. Yeah, and and yo man, the defense, the defense of the Astros are, is top notch. Uh, and and I, I was trying to not go like super homer in this podcast, but I mean, I, I this is how I truly feel. And I'm sure there's there's definitely bias in that, and and I'm completely aware of it. But I I just I I just don't I don't think the Nationals are are as good as the Houston Astros. And, and that being said, they can absolutely win. They've got the pitching. They've got the young talent. They've got the team. They they can win in baseball. I just I just don't see it. You don't get this far and and not have a shot to win four out of seven games. It just does. It would it would be. I don't know how many times you can call upset in a World Series because you had to you had to get through 162 games. You had to get through for the Nationals. They got through a wild card game. You know they they beat the Dodgers. They swept the Cardinals. They they've shown that they can rise up to the occasion regardless of how they performed as of May 23rd. Right. Uh, but I just yeah I'm I'm sort of with you that that Anthony Rendon might be the greatest position player in in Nationals history. Probably is. And and you've got and you've got like MLB.com guys saying like we can't make a determination on who's better, him or Bregman. I mean there's there is a for every punch the Nationals can throw, the Astros have one, maybe two counter punches that they can throw in return. Yeah. No, I mean I I'm I'm completely with it. I and, and just like you said that that the uh, it's the Scherzer Strasburg Corbin gauntlet uh, is is also five six seven. Well, yeah. Well, the 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 Astros gauntlet is is Cole Verlander Granky five six seven. If if you can be, you can't beat you cannot beat those three guys twice. Uh, you just can't beat either of them twice. Yeah, 
I, I just, and I'm not saying that the Nationals can't and that they won't, but I, I just don't. If if they do, then hats off to them. They are the world champions. You deserved it. Uh, you played a great year. But I just, I mean, I I don't see it getting past six games. That's what that's what we've been saying throughout this entire postseason, is that if you can, if the Rays can beat, you know, can win three games where four games are started by Verlander, Cole, Grinky then you tip your cap. And if the Yankees can do that in four out of seven games, you tip your cap. They couldn't, but they, and the Yankees were great, and the Yankees couldn't, and it only took six. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and like, I'm sorry, but the Washington Nationals are not the New York Yankees. They are not the New York Yankees. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for their fans. I'm glad they deserve this. Uh, the Washington Nationals are a team that have never been able to get over the brink, and so I'm excited for them for this. Uh, so I'm hoping they're just they're excited to be there and like you know, just figure it out. Maybe maybe over the years you'll uh, you'll you'll get a chance. But uh, d- during the Astros prime, sorry, Buckos. I don't, I don't I don't got anything else. I I, I mean I think I, I honestly think Astros in five. I was thinking Astros in five, but just for the sake of being somewhat contrarian, I'll say Astros in six. Dude, at home. yeah, that well, that be that be more ideal. But I mean, I don't, I don't care if they if they play the game in the middle of U- the Ukraine. <laughs> I I will celebrate. All right, well, uh, all right, well, you rest your voice, get your get your kid healthy, uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk tomorrow night. Tomorrow night after game one, can't wait. All right, all right, man. All right, so Later on. See you.